True Crime Girls contains content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. When you can't wait for karma to work its magic, sometimes you just gotta take matters into your own hands. Um, okay. All right, we'll just start. We just, like, like always. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Games of Thrones ends today. Games of Thrones. Motherfuck. Another Games of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oh God, we're doing another Game of Thrones episode. Mm-hmm. No. I cannot wait for it to be done. I can't wait for it to be over. I can't wait to hear no. the bitching to stop. I can't. I'm tired of seeing the memes because I don't get them. And I really hate when there's like an office crossover Game of Thrones meme because like, it looks really name? funny. And I don't get it. Tabitha's Cauldron has Game of Thrones soaps. Of course she does. They probably smell really good. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited for Game of Thrones to be done. I don't yeah. think that, well, Kyle is too, Eileen. I, he- hello? <laughs> She's here, I swear. She's, I'm excited for you to be done. <laughs> I'll never be done. I'll never um, so welcome back to yes. True Crime Girls. Hello. Um, we're all very tired. Yes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. here we are. All for you guys. All for you guys. We we don't even enjoy this anymore. It's literally just for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that kind of hurt. Did we mention the email or are we just going to not talk about that? Oh, um, we have to. We have to talk oh, about the email. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We have a problem. Uh-oh. Okay. We're good. We're Say happening. we're going to talk about, are we going to talk about the email again? Oh. Can we honorable mention the email or are we not going to talk about We're going to fucking talk about the email. That was nuts. I was, okay. t- can I just say when that came through, my heart fell into my butt because I was so Why? scared. So I had a few, okay, it was a few, I was trying to show someone the podcast. So I was looking it up on, um, like I went to look us up on the podcast app. Uh-huh. And I put true crime and it showed, you know, true crime guys, true crime true girls, crime everything. Crime All the and then I see where it said true crime girl time. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, okay, let's just add another word onto ours. But whatever. I wasn't salty about it. Anyways. <laughs> so basically, so oh, go ahead. when I seen that you said that about the email, I'm like, that's not, I swear to God, it's not us. I promise you it's not us. It's probably them. Okay. So go ahead. So casually checked the true crime girls email and we have an email i'm gonna keep like her name out of it i'm just gonna like reference just because 
obviously she doesn't want anything to do with the true crime community. Um, we get an email from a woman basically saying that we did her story on one of our episodes and um, basically we got everything wrong and that she didn't appreciate how we were like laughing and stuff through it and basically made us feel horrible because we never want to make anyone feel the way she like felt. Um, but the basis but of the story, like we didn't sto- know this, like we didn't know her. Yeah, like, we, <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't recognize the name. We recognized the story because we'd heard it before. Yes. But we knew that we, well, we 90 percent knew that we didn't cover it. Right. And so first I was like, I sent a screenshot of the email to the girls and I was like, do either of you remember doing this? Because I knew I hadn't done it. I knew I, I hadn't to done doubt it. myself. Like, well, I began to go like, oh, my God, like, what if I just don't remember? And then I'm that bitch who doesn't remember, like, the stories that we've done. <laughs> but you don't do a lot of girl stories either. Mm-mm. But like, yeah. But even still, like the stories that you guys have done, like, I feel like I have a pretty good handle on, like, you know, the stories that we all have done. But well, I, and know I just what don't remember I do, this. But I really don't know what you guys do until I go back and listen to the episode. And I'm not even like being a dick about it. But I don't really like pay too much attention when we're talking about it what so when are you listen, sure this is a revelation podcast it's like i'm listening for the first time <laughs> same um, no but um i like i started to doubt myself like oh fuck did i do it i know i didn't do it but did you guys do it so i went to yeah. our podcast and i didn't listen to them but i kind of like went back and tried to remember who we talked yeah. about and i couldn't figure it out like it, I, no I, I i just knew it wasn't us i went yeah. through our notes i, I went, went through, through like everything. the topics i'm yeah. like maybe it was like a sidebar but she was really upset she was really upset um i and i we i apologized up the butt and just said like i we cannot find the episode you're referencing to be able to like remedy the situation will you send us a screenshot thank god she sent us a screenshot and it was not us it was she another podcast and the, the name like the literal title of the podcast was her name yeah so i think i'm like i'm thinking she's thinking when she gets this like are you fucking kidding me what do you mean you can't fucking find it it says i yeah. know that's so why i was like we're us, so and dumb. i started laughing like hysterically and i'm like it's not us and so i send a message to the girls and i'm like it's not us. <laughs> i was so relieved and i told her i was like i am so relieved that it is not us because we do not want to make people feel like you felt um and so we, I, I, I like did my best to out of your way to like let her know like how to contact them. Yeah, like, well, oh, I, I tried, you know, the website. Well, because like if she doesn't like, yes, like obviously information on her case is public, but if she doesn't want people talking about it, that's her life, that's her right. Yeah. Especially if they're getting information wrong, but her story is badass. So just saying. <laughs> yeah, her story is badass, and that's why I was like. We wouldn't do that. Like, no. I'm sure we would laugh at certain parts the way we do about everything. And people have commented on that before. But I don't think, especially I for I feel like her, a lot of our laughter is like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that dumb. happened. Yeah. Or like jokes that we make about something separate. Yeah. But I also think like in her case, you know, she ended up being the hero of the story. And I think when we come across people who, like in our stories, when it's like, you know, oh, and then she, you know. He tried to kill her, and so she turned around and she stabbed him in the back. Or You're whatever. like, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, like, bitch! Yes. Exactly, and that's yeah. exactly what I imagined. I'm like, we yeah. never, we're never um, disrespectful. Oh, we try to the yeah. victims. Yeah, yeah, we the try not to be. We're always very compassionate with now the um, 
criminals and the assholes who well, like yeah, do these screw them. Yeah, of course we're gonna talk shit on them. Who doesn't talk shit on them? Yeah. But I think towards the victims, we've always been respectful, and that's how we try to keep it because. Uh, the way I am, like, if this were me and someone were talking oh my about, gosh, yeah. you know, my case in a podcast. And we have done cases of people that we know or, like, oh, yeah. are, you know, close to us. So I think it's yeah. kind of the same thing. I was just so relieved because <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, no. Can we honorably mention the armchair investigator that helped us figure out that it wasn't us? <laughs> yes. Yes. Honorable mention to... Like... My friend fucking went on a goddamn crusade. Don't make that face. (laughs) No. Dr. Nefario, we thank you. I was Um, so, like, I was so nice. Yeah. Thank you. And he was like, these are all the podcasts that have covered this lady's story, and it's not yours. And I'm like, I hope you're right. And it was so. Yeah. Bless all the way up. Um, so oh, yeah. yeah fucking dj Khaled, dude i hate him that's so how you like, know you have a teenager i know <laughs> <laughs> you played yourself i fucking hate that i know everything that he says it's so annoying <laughs> lord have mercy so yes today that was that was a that was a moment that, was that i'm oh i was at gosh. work freaking out because i couldn't get to it i was like busy as fuck I know. Like, oh, I know. Horrible. But so on. So, okay. Well, hi. hi. I don't even think we even introed ourselves as per uh, usual these days. Do we need to? But I mean, we're true crime girls. Hey, what's up? Uh, what it do, baby boo? What's up? Um, stay blessed. blessed all the way up. No, I say stay blessed. <laughs> this guy oh, is that work- what you say? Because <laughs> I've never heard you say that. <laughs> Ever. Well, I'm not going to say it to you guys. I don't give a fuck oh, about fuck you. you. This guy at my work to all the patients. He's like, all right, have a nice day. Stay blessed. I'm like, all right, stay blessed. Stay blessed. That's cute. Um, so I'm Kylie TCG. I'm. <laughs> you did it again. Fuck. What is wrong with me? That's just my. If you guys saw her face. Now. That's her name. I, that's why I say at work, too. I'm like, hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm Kylie. <laughs> I'm Janine. I'm banana bread, bro. <laughs> I hate you so much. P.S. Kyle, Kyle and anybody else who's listening to this that has not seen the banana bread video, please YouTube. How did banana you know bread, it wasn't bro. me? How did you know I hadn't seen it? Because my face. Because you didn't laugh. <laughs> 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 and it's really funny. Um, if you haven't seen that, please YouTube Banana Bread Bro oh, and Banana Bread Bro. Hells yeah. yeah! You can thank us later, mm. Kyle. You have to do it. Next we'll episode, see. Kyle's gonna be saying it. Don't worry. <laughs> well, no, not the next episode. <laughs> no, not the next episode. <laughs> it's gonna be recorded right, right after this. <laughs> no, I know. You just oh, so it. so I'm gonna watch it in between. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna yeah. watch it and then the yeah. next time Duh. you hear us clearly um so yeah y'all are making me hot i know i'm really hot i, feel like I, can't <gasps> I was like freezing before but i also don't freezing. have a bra on and i don't want to put one on so i'm just gonna keep this hoodie on and just pray that i don't it? sweat holy fuck kyle it's still here For oh my god who missed my archery bruise kyle just took her jacket off and my god that bruise is still huge Mm-hmm. A week later. A week later. Over a week later. Fun times. Did you have a good time? 
Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's try that one again. It, Did you have a good time? <laughs> it hurt really bad. I know. No, I've been it hurt there. Really, really me. bad. Um, <clears throat> we went to the Renaissance Fair, and Kylie fucked herself up in the archery. Yeah, apparently being double jointed and doing archery and not being taught not to, to like <laughs> completely extend your arm because the bowstring's gonna hit it. <sighs> I is, really thought somebody good. was gonna help you. And I had yeah. just said, like, oh, this is how I did it. And then I did it twice, too. Like, it happened twice. I hit it twice. Uh, but did you die? No. Not yet. Um, I think today's going to be a fun episode. I'm So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do for this, but I'm super, I'm very happy with the story that I found. So I um, like mine. It's very short. That was being really picky. <laughs> um, but we are doing revenge stories today. Hells, yeah. Um, wait, are you going first, Kyle? I can. Okay. Mine is mind. really short, so I can Mine's go in a the middle. Size, and I'm just, I'm just really happy with it. Like, <laughs> I hope you guys like it as much as I do. I'm excited. And you probably have heard of it. You just don't know. Yeah, because I don't recognize the names at all. Yeah, but you've probably heard of it, but you don't know. Okay, let's go. Okay. Do this. So, so it's not going to seem like a revenge thing, but just wait till the end. Just wait. There's more? Th- yep. Just keep, just stick with it, okay? Those are my favorite. All right, let's go. <clears throat> all right. January 2005 in Crothersville, Indiana, 10-year-old Katie Coleman was called by her mother and asked to go up to the Dollar Tree to get some toilet paper. Katie put on her coat, stepped out into the chilly January weather to go to the store. The store was only a few blocks away, but Katie never returned home. Her parents reported her missing, and an Amber Alert was issued. Witnesses say they saw her getting into a white pickup truck. The whole town was in search of Katie, but even after days of searching, there was no sign of her. Five days later, police investigators discovered Katie's lifeless body in a creek 15 miles from her home. She had been sexually assaulted and murdered. Katie. Um, Charles James Hickman confessed that he and another man abducted Katie because she had seen him taking part in an illegal drug transaction. His goal was to scare her a bit to keep her quiet. Allegedly, they took Katie to the creek, tied up her hands, and before they knew it, she fell into the creek and drowned. Okay. Um, Mm-hmm. This, this confession. Is why we can't have nice things. Well, this confession was a complete lie. Yeah, how was she sexually assaulted? <laughs> yeah, so it was a complete lie. Um, a few weeks after his arrest, he admitted to the police police that his confession was a total lie, and the police were back to square one. Like he was just fucking nuts. Like basically. So he just inserted himself into the story mm-hmm. for no reason. Okay, which is horrible because it kind of halted yeah. the police investigation. Right. Because they're like, cool, we have our guy. We'll just kind of like put the pieces together. And what a mind fuck for the family thinking like, yeah. you know, we got him. Yeah. So police went back to the crime scene weeks later and combed the area for anything that could lead them to Katie's real killer. They did come upon a cigarette butt. They compared the DNA on the cigarette to the DNA they found on Katie and they had a match. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. The DNA did not match Hickman, so he was truly lying. 
but instead matched a man by the name of Anthony Stockelman. Stockelman had been visiting his mother in Crothersville and drove a white pickup truck, the same type that witnesses saw Katie getting into. Anthony Stockelman eventually pleaded guilty in exchange for the death penalty being taken off the table. He was sentenced to life in prison. He was then sent to Wabash Valley Correctional Facility to serve his time. Jared Harris was also serving time at Wabash Valley Correctional Facility for burglary. Jared Harris was Katie Coleman's cousin. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Him, him and Stockelman were now living in the same wing together. According oh. to, like, the reports, um, Harris and um, Katie, like, weren't very close, but he still knew her as, like, the cousin, like, and stuff like that. So, um, allegedly, Harris did threaten Stockelman many times in the open um, when he was there. Um, three days into Stockelman's stay, in the wing, Harris slipped into his cell. He put his hand around Stockelman's throat, held a tattoo gun up to his head. Oh, my God. And said, "Either I'm either going to stick you and leave you bleeding, or I'm going to tattoo you. Stockelman chose the latter. Hell yeah. Please tell me he put something real good on him. And with a makeshift tattoo gun, tattooed Katie's revenge into his forehead. I love that. He was charged with battery, <laughs> and um, this added an additional seven years to his original 20-year sentence for breaking prison rules. Since the attack, Stockelman is kept in a private cell, and they are trying to remove the tattoo. <laughs> for fucking what? I know. So that he I looks don't... good in the next fucking mugshot? Fuck I don't him. Know. Leave that shit. Have somebody make it bolder. And of course, we'll have pictures and stuff. I'm so good. excited. <laughs> but yeah, so I liked that one because it was just like a fuck yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and this is why having a cousin in prison sometimes comes in handy. Right? You never would have known. Can you go to prison for me? I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> we are awkward. Aka awkward. <laughs> so... I was trying. I was trying to um, find like obviously like girl like stories of mm-hmm. you know whatever, um, but I kept finding like dad kills um, child abductor. Mm-hmm. Dad, you know, beats the shit out of man who raped his daughter. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be a mom. There has to be a mom. And I didn't want to do like a snapped episode again. So I did find one. Okay. Um, and I feel I feel like I've been saying this the last few episodes because this season's topics have kind of allowed for like for me to find more random stories and like less known mm-hmm. ones that you may have mm-hmm. not heard of. Um, so with that comes the issue of no backstory. So this has no backstory. Um, and not only do I not have any backstory. I also don't have the name of the victim, and I also don't have the name of the badass who exacted this revenge for the same reason, um, protecting the identity of rape victims. Okay. So it's going to be very vague, but it's going to be really good. Okay? So, first of all, 
the beer bottle is like perfectly camouflaged in the couch. Oh, is it? <laughs> I I put your Skype down. Hold on. I okay. tried to like. Okay, yeah. I tried to do it. So it wasn't blocking either of us. <laughs> I don't have anywhere else to put it. I, I, I was like, why? It's so shiny right there. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a beer bottle. <laughs> and it's really big, so. Oh, That's Sorry, I can't conceal it so well. <laughs> it's okay. All right, sorry. It's fine. It's um, my breakfast, by the way. So. You had one, too, huh? Yeah, Eileen had the beer, too. Um... I literally don't even know where I was, and I haven't even started my story. Okay. So the headline that drew me in was, quote, Mother sets fire to daughter's gloating rapist. How could I pass that one up? Right. Um, so this takes place in June of 2005 in Spain. Yours was in 2005, too, huh? Mm-hmm. Cool. What, what year is yours? Uh, oh, 2013. Ugh, you failed. <clears throat> Damn it, Eileen, didn't you know this is a 2005 episode? <laughs> I mean, it goes back, it starts 2007. Is it 2005, then? Close enough, you fucking cunt. Okay. Um, <laughs> Antonio Cosme Velasco Soriano, 69 oh. at the time, had been sent to jail for nine years for rape in 1998. But in June of 2005, he was let out on a three-day pass to return to his hometown of... Bene Juzar. Okay. That's probably wrong. So if anybody's listening to us in Spain, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. I, and I probably typed it wrong. So there's that. While on this three-day pass, he ran into the mother of the victim he was in jail for and taunted her about the attack. Before... <gasps> mm-hmm. Before heading into a crowded bar, this piece of shit passed her and asked, How's your daughter? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay, so first of all, um, I don't know how things worked in Spain in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anybody wants to educate me, please go ahead. But I mean, if somebody is imprisoned for rape, um, you're just going to give them a three-day pass and just let them roam around and go into bars and just, you know, live his best life. Sounds like it. If somebody has an answer, please send it. TrueCrimeGirls at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> so shortly after this encounter, the woman slash mother slash badass walked back into the bar, poured gas over him, and threw a match into the puddle of gas that had gathered below him. Yes. She calmly watched as he burned, waited until he was completely engulfed in flames, walked out or turned around and walked out of the bar and went along her merry way. Uh-huh. Um, Miss Mother of the Year was unfortunately arrested later that evening. Um, when she appeared in court the next day, however, in the town of Orihuela, Orihuela, I, yes. I don't know. They don't speak our Spanish. So I, that's probably wrong either way. Um, she was welcomed by cheers and praise by a crowd shouting, well done and bravo. Hells yeah. <laughs> that deserves a hells yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the judge had ordered for her to be sent to prison and undergo psychiatric testing, um, which, which, 
which pissed off friends and family of the mother of the year. Um, fellow friends and neighbors actually set up a petition calling for her release as they, like I and probably you, believed that her actions were warranted. Um, the asshole rapist had burns on over 60% of his body and succumbed to his injuries 11 days later. So he's dead, thank God, fuck him. If you're related to him, then I'm sorry, but I'm not. not really. Um, in 1998, when the attack happened, the teenager was going to buy a loaf of bread when the rapist snatched her from the street and raped her at knife point. She and her mother are said to have suffered greatly after this attack. Um, it says that the mom had like severe mental issues after the attack. Doesn't mention anything about the daughter or exactly like what the mom was diagnosed with, if anything at all. She was just like hella struggling. Mm -hmm. um, for this attack, he was ordered to serve a 13-year sentence. However, that was later reduced to nine years on appeal, um, which is still not enough. I um, So based on a quick search, I just Googled it really quick. In Spain, the offender would be punished for sexual assault with a sentence of imprisonment from as little as one year and as like a max of five years, which is fucking dumb. But I guess, like, if the max is five years, this guy got 13, reduced to nine. Still not enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But homegirl gave him the justice he deserved. So. I love that. Literally burn in hell, motherfucker. Yeah, love I it. love her. I couldn't find if um, she did serve any time at all. Um, it just said, like, the petition was made for her to mm -hmm. not be imprisoned. And um, the lawyer was really fighting, fighting for that, too, because they're like, the family, the dad and the daughter just went through all this shit. The mom obviously has been suffering, and now you're going to take her away. Like, mm -hmm. there's no way the family's going to be able to survive without her. Mm -hmm. um, so if anybody knows more about this story, please let me know. But I couldn't find where she is now or what's going on with that. That's so interesting, but I love but it. I mean, I would I love her. Like, yes. And like I said, there's tons of stories like this. Um, with the dad's exacting revenge, mm -hmm. which is also great. I'm not um, like saying that those are not great stories, but this one was a girl. So obviously this I one I also like because like she didn't go out of her way to find him. No. You know, she was taunted. It was like random too. Yes. Like he was just on this break and so he it's was like, in town and they passed each other. Yeah, like, so for me, it's like, oh, still a piece of shit, cool. and like, Yeah, exactly. You know? Less Whereas, like, I feel like a lot of the learn. father ones that I saw, not that, I mean, I still, like, would, I mean, you're, you know, exacting revenge for your kid yeah. and whatever, but a lot of them, like, went out of the way mm -hmm. or, like, you know. As you naturally would. Yeah, like, I'm not saying that's why I like this that one was too. interesting because... The other it way just around. like fell in her lap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, it's like, all right, oh, then. sorry. I'll show you how my fucking daughter is, asshole. She's doing great because I'm a great mother. I love her. I wish I knew her name. I'd get it tattooed on my arm with a heart around it. She's lying. She would not. Would you? Nope. I get it on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. <laughs> yes, I like that one. That's a good one. I hadn't seen that. But I also, like, once I found this one, it was just like... Boom. Yeah. It took me a while to find a good girl one. 
Yeah. Right. Are you waiting? Okay, go for it. I'm I'm ready for Eileen's. Go. I'm so fucking. Give it to us. Mine is a tad bit longer than your guys's. Just good. Like a good. Teeny bit. Give um, it to us. I feel like I worked a little too much on this one. It took me uh. a whole two hours today. Can you um, edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> my burp. Okay, so um. July 28, 2007, officers Christopher Dorner and Teresa Evans responded to a disturbance call at the Doubletree Hotel in San Pedro. Exactly. I was going to, I think I was going <laughs> to Kyle! I was going to do this. Well, because that's my college. The, one of the victims went is an alumni from my college. Oh, sure. Um, a man by the name of Christopher Gettler, who was suffering from dementia and schizophrenia, was taken into custody. Two weeks later, Evans gave Dorner a performance review he didn't agree with. So he filed a report against her, claiming she used excessive force when handling Gettler, um, saying she kicked him in the face and chest when he was handcuffed. The LAPD began to investigate Dorner's claims through, through a review board consisting of two LAB, LAPD captains and a criminal defense attorney. Former LAPD captain Randall Kwan represented Dorner at the, cap, at the board hearings. Um, although the victim stated he was kicked by a female officer during his test, um, sorry, getting a little ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're real excited. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? Okay. Um, where was I? Although the victim stated he was kicked by a female officer during his testimony, his responses were considered incoherent and non-responsive. Um, the investigation ended saying there was no use of excessive force and that Dorner lied on his report. So a cop. Lying? Hey. On a report? Hey. No. Hey. That's not, no, no, no. Wrong person. Oh. So, Dorner witnessed her kicking him in the face and chest. When the victim went to the hospital, he had, they like treated him for cuts on his face mm. and they couldn't figure out why. He went home and told his dad, dad, you know, th this female officer kicked me in the face and chest. So they interviewed him and he said that. But then when they had him like in front of the judge doing his testimony, he was considered incoherent and wasn't like all there. So the judge considered it to be, you know, oh, they're lying. He, yeah. Dorner's lying. In the end, though, he was telling the truth. Okay. Which is the reason why all this is happening. Um, in 2008, the LAPD fired Dorner for lying and making false statements. Um, Dorner appealed his termination and his representative, Randall Kwan, stated it, he was being un treated unfairly and being used as a scapegoat. Judge David Yaffe stated he was uncertain whether the training officer kicked the victim or not, but he ultimately upheld the termination. February 1st, 2013, a package sent to Anderson Cooper containing a DVD with Dorner's case against the LAD LAPD. In it, Dorner stated his motives and intentions in his manifesto. He also included oh the names of possible targets, some 50 people. <laughs> this caused the LAPD to remove all patrol officers from their motorcycles and police from all of Southern California um, were just like on high alert. Um, and at this time, he also posted his manifesto to Facebook. And it was something like 11 A million fucking mm -hmm. pages. Yeah. And it stated everything, including the names and the families of people he was going to do. No, I want to do it when you're talking and twirling your little pens. <laughs> oh, um, February 1st, uh, package. Oh, sorry. I already said that. You see, you got me. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, I got to go to the photo. <laughs> your 
We're going to say I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no. Oh, wait. I got to go to the bathroom. Um, I forgot you just reminded in, me. In his manifesto, he wrote, I will not be alive to see my name cleared. That's what this is about. My name. Um, he also specifically named um, certain people and their families as targets. Now, February 3rd, Monica Kwan and Keith Lawrence were shot dead in their vehicle outside their condo complex. Monica was a daughter of Dorner's attorney, Randall Kwan. Kwan's whole family was named in the manifesto, um, including Monica by name, but they just didn't get to her protect, like to protect her in time. Mm-hmm. Um, February 7, two LAPD officers were flagged down at about 1 a.m. The man claimed he saw a man matching Dorner's description at a gas station in Corona. Now, LAPD officers in Corona might sound weird, but the LAPD officers were on, like, protective duty for other officers that were out there mm-hmm. that yeah. were named in the manifesto. Um, the officers went to investigate, and as they were following a pickup truck, the man driving got out and fired at them, grazing the head of one officer. A half hour later Oof. in Riverside, California, two officers were ambushed in their patrol car while stopped at a traffic light. Officer Michael Crane died shortly after being shot. The other officer survived but was in critical condition. A few hours later, Dorner's Nissan Titan was found burning near Big Bear Lake. All schools in the area were then put on lockdown. February 9th, LAPD reported they would reopen Dorner's case to reassure the public they were doing everything they could to capture Dorner. They also made this public announcement to try to get Dorner to surrender. Like, Uh you know, hey, buddy, we're opening this up. We're not going to let it go. P.S. If she doesn't remember this, bro, she's too fucking young. Oh, yeah. Way too fucking young. Um, I like and I was telling Janine earlier, like as I was writing this, getting this ready, I could um, like it was taking me back to when I was <clears throat> seeing it like all happening on mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was insane. And then do you remember like the media was posting all these tweets on Twitter like, mm-hmm. oh, he's mm-hmm. seen there, he's seen there. Yeah. And then like the the It was like a like sheriff's, incredible manhunt. The sheriff's department's like, I need you guys to stop reporting stuff yeah. because it's making things dangerous. Like he's getting wind of what we're saying of what yeah. where we're at and you're tipping him off. Yeah, he knows exactly like what's going on. Um February tenth, a one million dollar reward was offered for information leading to the capture of Dorner. February 12th, San Bernardino Sheriff's deputies responded to a carjacking. The vehicle, a white Dodge truck, was spotted by fishing game officers. They immediately recognized the driver as Dorner. He was chased to a cabin near Big Bear Lake, um, where Dorner opened fire, hitting two officers from San Bernardino Sheriff's Department. Detective Jeremiah McKay was killed instantly. Um, Police fired tear gas into the cabin and demanded Dorner surrender. When Dorner didn't respond, a demolition vehicle was sent to destroy the perimeter of the cabin. They also shot burner canisters into the cabin. Um, those are basically tear gas canisters that generate so much heat they cause fires. The cabin. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Neither did I. The cabin began to burn and a single shot was heard. As the fire continued, ammunition was exploding, making it dangerous for officers to enter. Uh, February 13th, authorities reported human remains had been found along with a wallet containing a California driver's license with the name Christopher Dorner on it. February 14th, uh, medical examiners confirmed through autopsy and dental records that the charred corpse inside that was found inside the cabin was that of Christopher Dorner. February 15th, the sheriff's office reported Dorner had died from a self-inflicted 
self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head and i almost wanted to put a single self-inflicted <laughs> gunshot wound to the head um thank you <laughs> honorable um, mention to season two is that season two yeah we need to make a shirt that says that we do <laughs> Single self-inflicted gunshot. Well, that, so no, that, no, we wouldn't. That if anybody dumb. thinks that I'm not dumb, you're wrong. Um, at the news conference, the San Bernardino County Sheriff John McMahon kept saying that the um, they did not deliberately set the cabin on fire. So they weren't mm-hmm. trying to kill him. It just happened. They were just trying to get him out. Exactly. Because a lot of people were like protesting, saying you did it on purpose. You yeah. did it on purpose. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it I'm was, sorry. He killed how many people exactly. and these people are advocating for him not i mean i get it but come on exactly and at that point it was their only option like to get him out yeah um that is pretty much it in the aftermath it was just like you know paying out the settlement and mm-hmm. oh the use of force policy so they changed the use of force policy um after all this happened about a year later um lapd chief charlie beck announced that eight officers violated the lapd's use of force policy and would be disciplined mm-hmm. so it wasn't all for nothing yeah like yeah. He, obviously he shouldn't have gone that route but he kind of got what he wanted out of it like and he Sorry, was right yeah. he wouldn't see his name cleared but his name was cleared in that instance it's just yeah. in everything else it wasn't yeah no but uh, yeah yeah, so um, Monica Kwan and Keith Lawrence were alumni of the college that I was going to at the time of um, this incident, um, Concordia University, Irvine. And um, I was working that day. I worked in the marketing department. And um, I was working that day. And I remember it was just like we got word that two of our alumni had been murdered. And they were murdered in Irvine. Um, great. Like, can you imagine? And Irvine's like the tenth. Like that it's like the tenth safest city in the United yeah. States. Like, it's yeah ridiculous. Um, and so we actually had to start implementing our crisis communication plan. We had to lock down our campus, which wasn't too hard because we were a private school and we we lived in or we lived. Our school is, <laughs> is like in a gated community, so like there's a gated community that surrounds the school, um, and. Like, I just, I, I, I remember this so vividly because it was just like, okay, boom, we had to do this. We yeah. had to call the front gate. We had to make sure that no press was allowed in because, and we had like news vans and stuff at the, at the front gate, like wanting to get in and talk about it because they were um, basketball stars for our school That's and that so they met. Crazy. So she was on the women's basketball team. He was on the men's basketball team. That's where they met. Um, and then they were engaged and stuff. And um, I just remember that so vividly because it like I actually like, I feel like I kind of worked it a little bit because well you know that's a crazy school. story too like I not that I forgot about it I just never thought that we would be able to cover it on here mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. I saw it and I was like this close but <laughs> that was a good one thanks and the manifesto I think is still out in the world oh somewhere. I'm sure it's ridiculously long yeah I think I got through like three quarters of it. I'm like, I can't anymore. It's 11,000 words. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I can't. Nope. Nope, nope. Yeah, so super, super interesting. I, I totally remember that. 
I feel like this is a shorter episode, even though we had like heavy stories. It's not too bad. It's not too um, shorter. Should we open this up to discussion? Not like murder, but like if you have like a fun revenge story. <laughs> a fun revenge story. <laughs> like leave us a comment if you have an interesting on this revenge post, story. Yeah, because I feel or like or send it to us by email and we can read it for our own entertainment. We don't have to post it anywhere. Yeah, that would be. I mean, I'm cool. down. Yeah, that'd be rad. This was fun. I mean, nope, to like look into. Um, hmm. Hell yeah! She looked like she was gonna say something. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, it was really fun looking to. Um, there's there are a lot of good revenge stories out there. I love that it's best served cold, and my lady fucking set that asshole on fire. <laughs> That's like the fucking best. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I cannot stop burping. What the fuck? It's lit. Well, you're drinking beer. It's Jenny. literally lit. It's literally lit. Okay. Um, I feel like the beer bottle's covering me now. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, I, I liked this. This was fun. It was short. It was it, like, yes, like there are murders and stuff and bad stuff involved with it, but it, it kind of gives you that like, it's it's a little, little bit lighter bit. than mm-hmm. other ones that we've done (laughs) Eileen always fucking us up literally this season Eileen has fucked me up Mm -hmm. with her stories Mm -hmm. you're you're killing it you're doing great sweetie (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean yeah like Janine said if you have any cool stories like this feel free to send them over we'd love to read them maybe they'll get put into another episode who the hell knows because we don't um yeah. have no <laughs> idea what we're doing through social media we are on instagram facebook and technically twitter i guess sort yeah. of um you can send them over email truecrimegirls at gmail.com and you can send it through our website too yeah 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 there's like a contact form on the website that you can send them to um if you don't want to send it to like all of us like if you hate me you can just send it to janine like we have our own little emails janine tcg at gmail.com kylie tcg at gmail.com but wait for it tcg eileen at gmail.com because she just had some asshole took eileen tcg and we hate them so yeah Yeah. and if you know that person give it to us please yes we need need it it. we need it now (laughs) (laughs) she has so many emails Just send it to True Crime Girls, dude. We'll, we'll I kind of hope that whoever this is, like, is getting, like, random. I know. <laughs> send it to them. They need it more than you do. <laughs> what could it possibly stand for, though, for somebody else? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The chef garden. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Maybe it's just, like, the names of their kids. Like, they have three kids oh, and it, like, it could be Thomas, something simple Chris like and that. Greg. And it's just like this, like, mom. Well, that mom needs to think of another fucking email. <laughs> How about just mom TCG? <laughs> That'd be great. No, we that's my mom's back. email. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We need it back, mom, please. <laughs> so we can give it to this other alien. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, so you can... Go and send us whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Even if like it's I, not you and it's just a story you fucking know about. Yeah. I think we would dig. That's fine. That works. Um, and yeah, if you aren't 
following us on all of our social medias and everywhere. Just make sure to follow us everywhere. Please. Just don't, don't follow us home. We made it more difficult. Yes, made it much more difficult on purpose. That's the only reason we asked Kylie to leave California. (laughs) (laughs) So that you couldn't follow us. The truth comes out. (laughs) (laughs) I was was a strategic move. (laughs) (laughs) Can you fucking imagine? Oh my God. All right. Well, thanks guys. Any last words, Eileen? You've been real quiet. No, I'm reading. Okay. (laughs) Thank you guys so (laughs) much for still liking us and not being annoyed. And if you are annoyed, thank you so much for still downloading. If you haven't yet, actually, I know we're about to sign off. Leave us a five-star review. Even if you're going to talk shit, um, leave us a five-star review and then go ahead and say whatever the fuck you want. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Love you so much. Goodbye. Bye. Stay blessed. (laughs) All the way up. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Listen to this. Now. Listen to this. Wait, should this be recorded? Sure, why not? You can throw this in there if you'd like. (laughs) Breaking breaking news. This just in. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. Text me. Text me. (laughs) We did this already. This was like season one. You're going to have to cut this together. I know. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This just in. Um, This just in. (laughs) In his manifesto. Listen to what it says. Ellen DeGeneres, continue your excellent contribution to entertaining America and bringing the human factor to entertainment. You change the perception of your gay community and how we as Americans view the LGBT community. I congratulate you on your success and opening my eyes as a young adult and my generation to the fact that you you are no different from us other than who you choose to love. Oh, and you Prop 8 supporters, why the fuck do you care who your neighbor marries? Hypocritical pieces of shit. Westboro Baptist Church, may you all burn slowly in a fire. Not from smoke Hell, inhalation, yeah. but from the flames and only the flames. Ooh. Foreshadowing? Yeah, right? Oh, I mean, he's he not like, wrong. the Westboro that Baptist Church. That whole statement, I completely agree with all of it. Good. And then I he says, that. Jennifer Beals, Serena Williams, Gray Drake, <laughs> Lisa Nicole Carson, Diana Torsi, Nabush Wright, Brendan Villa, Kylie Kate DCG. Winslet, Ashley Graham, Erica Christensen, Gabrielle Union, Isabella Soprano, Gina Carano, American Ferreira, America Ferreira, Natalie Portman, Queen Latifah, Michelle Rodriguez, Angela Johnson, Kelly Clarkson, Nora Jones, Laura Prepon, Margaret Cho, and Rutina Wesley. You were the most beautiful women on this planet, period. <laughs> never, never settle professionally or personally. <laughs> That's that is the longest list. Oh, am I in? Anthony there? Bourdain, you're a modern <laughs> Renaissance man who epitomizes oh. the saints too cool for school. Larry David, Kevin Hart, Lisa Lampanelli, Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle, John Stewart, Wanda Sykes, Dennis Miller, and Jeff Ross are pure comedy geniuses. I'm a big fan of all your work. As a child, my mom caught me watching Def Jam, Def Jam comedy at midnight when I should have been asleep. Instead of scolding me, the next night she let me stay up late and watch George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, and Richard Pryor. Comedy specials with her for hours. My sides were sore for days. Shit. Bro, he like Bro. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. You're effing awesome. <laughs> then, nope, there we go. Then it goes crazy again. That's where he lost. There it. we nope. are. And then, and then this is where he really goes crazy. Mr. Bill Cosby. Oh. You are a reasonable and talented man who has spoken the truth oh. of the cultural anomalies within the black communities that need to change now. Oh, he didn't know. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, got awkward. Oh. As well. oh. 
Dude, that is hilarious. He talks about Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking President I'm have an Bush. This is so funny. Oh my god. I mean, Natalie Portman <laughs> is beautiful. I'm not gonna. I will definitely. I mean, I agree one. with Jennifer Beals, um, Ashley Graham, Kate Winslet, Erica Christensen, um, Gina Carano. I love that she's in here. That is the randomest. List. Natalie Portman, Michelle Rodriguez, it's just so, Kelly like, Clarkson. Random. Like it Both shows though, like how Alex. like sporadic and random his thought processes were. Yeah. Can you like, imagine? He was literally just saying goodbye to everybody he could, mm-hmm. and I think he went for it because he knew with what he was about to do, everybody and their mother is going to read the fucking manifesto. <clears throat> yeah. So why not just shoot your shot, right? I guess. He shot a bunch of shots. He, he so. shot. His that was a long list, and I was not expecting it to go with to end with. You're beautiful. <laughs> like, that's it. like it was just like you're beautiful. You're cool. Thank you. All right. All well, th- that's it. Thank you. And that was and that was breaking news from Eileen TCG. That was like a Marvel movie. Wait, should I text you again so it to end no, it? No, you're fine. <laughs> Ow. Oh, okay. No, I'm fine. Fucking ear with these. Okay. Um. Still, don't follow us home. That was not an invitation. And still, stay blessed. Okay. Bye. Goodbye.